Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Today, um, we have a old friend of mine, somebody that I've known for quite a while, and somebody that I am very proud to know is pursuing a musical career. Uh, with us today is Bo Oren, a.k.a. Ben Coe. How's it going? How's it going, Ben? I'm pretty good. Good, good, good. It's good to see you, man. Like, we got, we did some catching up before you came in today and stuff, and talked about uh, the bar down the street here and about that closing oh, yeah. down and stuff. It's, it's kind of some crazy stuff that's going on with the pandemic and stuff right now, which must make it pretty hard for you to uh, play live shows, I'm sure. You know, did when you uh, went from, like, you know, doing live shows to the pandemic, was that transition pretty hard on you? Well, it was uh, right when I finally got some shows booked, and I was finally getting comfortable doing my own thing. The weekend that it happened, I think it was St. Patrick's Day weekend, when they shut everything down in Illinois, and I had a show that weekend, barely made it happen, but then I had three shows that were like back-to-back-to-back weekends all get canceled, and they were with three different uh, acts that were with me, so. Oh, man. Did you feel like, oh, maybe this will last a little bit, a little bit, and then it'll, it'll be over with? I thought it'd be over a lot sooner. I don't think it really messed with me too much because that was just the start of it. It's not yeah. like I've been living for this necessarily, like paycheck to paycheck kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I still had a job through all of that. I mean, it, it did suck not to have those shows and get oh, out there. Yeah. I'm, I can only imagine, like, a lot of the artists that are out there and stuff, you know, um, um, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but a lot, a lot of the bigger artists have... Um, had to sell her catalog just to make ends meet and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so just the whole pandemic has been in general very, you know, what are we going to do for income? We can't tour. We can't do a live show. You know, I mean, I'm sure Nashville's been hurt quite a bit hard. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I know they have been, you know, but um, you you have a friend of yours that's been kind of like, um, um, I don't know what's the word to use, um, kind of um, being a role model for you or like um, kind of somebody that's been helping you out, Zach. Uh, yep, Zach Zerker. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh he he actually gave me my first show ever, and that was probably, man, it might have been two and a half years ago now. Yeah. And that was just like eight songs. I mean, I I think I cut that show down five minutes faster just because of how nervous I was. Oh, and every sure. song was fast. You know, one day he's like, "Hey man, you wanna you wanna do a show?" I'm like, "Are you are you serious?" And yeah. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, how many songs do you want?" He's like, eight. I'm like, "Well, I know five right now. I could probably squeeze out eight and." Uh-huh. Since then, it's been just rolling with it. Now I yeah. think I'm up to like 40 songs around. And wow! Right on. Try, trying to get up there. I'm starting to. I'm yeah. starting to weed out all the songs I realize that yeah. are not good ones to play, and yeah. which ones are keepers. And how many songs have you written? Oh, man, since I've started doing, I mean, I wrote some back when I was first playing, but yeah. the ones I actually care about now, I'd say there's at least five. Uh-huh. And then there's a bunch of other ideas floating around. And how would you play one of us? One of your songs for us. One of the originals? Yes. All right. Yeah. All right, let's go with a song called That Night. She had a pink dress makeup on Long brown hair looking ready for fun She had mesmerized every guy in the room Slowly lost my mind, became a dancing fool And I don't know if I should try I've lost for words for the very first time I don't know if she would like The words I wrote 
lovey-dovey stuff but sometimes i keep finding myself going back to oh, that people love that man. well yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you uh brought up country boy did you grow up here did you grow up here in oregon uh yeah i actually moved here in uh first grade yeah so i actually <laughs> that's what's funny about that is uh i never really considered myself a country boy yeah i don't know if i'd still be considered a country boy but yeah. It's kind of extended differently, it, I, I think. It's definitely gone a whole different route with yes. country music and everything. You're still your roots, though. Well, when I, when I first, growing up here, I, I did not like country. Yeah. I, I did not like I liked some Brooks and Dunn because my parents listened to that stuff. Uh -huh. And that stuff stuck with me. Did your parents, what did your parents listen to growing up? Oh, man, they had, uh, I'm looking at, or thinking about their records right now. They've got like Vince Gill. Brooks and Don, and then of course there was like Ario Speedwagon, uh -huh. and you know that genre there alone, yeah. Toto, and oh wow, yeah, some really good stuff there, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you feel like um, at what at what point did you realize, wow, I really like this. This this song's really great. At what age was there a certain song that kind of stuck in your head that you can remember that you're like, wow, I really love this. Uh, my I think the first time. When I was when I was younger, I I was into those cheesy now CDs. Yeah. I mean, I still own like the first so many, and then I was like, this is not a good hobby to have. <laughs> they just kept spitting them out nonstop. Well, they still do. I think they're over seventy now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't got the money for yeah. this. <laughs> I, I used to I used to sell those. Yeah, they were they were great. <laughs> 
and they would have a country song on them once in a while. I'm like, ah, nah, I'm gonna see. It was Keith Urban probably. Yeah, and that's back when or Shania Twain. Yeah, or Shania or any of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people that are really popular, but yeah. mm-hmm. I'd say the first song and album that I ever like just blew my mind was actually Back in Black by ACDC. Yeah, that someone oh, put that man. CD in, and I it was on a canoe trip, uh-huh. and we put that in the car. And it was either Back in Black or Shook Me All Night Long that just yeah. got me to love that album. Yeah, and it was like the first time you heard it. Yeah, I might have heard it before, but I never really knew anything about ACDC at that time. Yeah. I think this is when I was around yeah. 14 or 13, uh-huh. somewhere around there. Yeah, it's considered one of the best uh, albums of all time, like on almost everybody's top of list. I bought it the second I got the chance after that. Yeah. And then I bought, you know, probably another four albums of theirs, and uh-huh. then I was really into the rock. So I started with pop. And like, even, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie here. Boy bands were my thing. Oh, I know. Go still ahead. are. Yeah. Oh, still well, are. Yeah. yeah. The audience doesn't know that, but uh, well, yeah. <laughs> when we were uh, we used to work together at a, at a place, and uh, he would always recite boy band songs to me, and I always got a kick out of it, you know. But had, uh, Terry would be seeing me through the cameras, <laughs> and I would be dancing and doing morning stock because there's no customers around, but I'd be. Uh-huh. trying to moonwalk in the aisles yeah. to the songs and he's talking about Terry Hogan a, a yeah. manager still <laughs> for one of the stores in the area I knew that you loved music and I think that's why we connected when we were young when you were younger that's one thing I love with people and I connect with people about is music and uh the boy band thing you didn't you know you weren't shying away from and I loved oh, it no. <laughs> you always had like a big smile on your face and you would uh even like during Christmas time there was a uh, George Michael song that, oh, yeah. uh, you, you love quite a bit that's still to this day very popular. They named a movie after it last year in fact. And they do they try to do remakes of it but it's not the same. You know it's not. No. No, no, <laughs> that's, no. that's the best version there is. George Michael's uh, version is definitely a lot better. Oh yeah. Do you uh remember the first time you said to yourself uh Man, I really would learn how to love to play an instrument. Like, how old were you? It was before my teenage years. I, I want to say when I saw my this cousin uh, of mine that I looked up to, he had a, a electric Fender, uh-huh. and I thought, man, that's that's cool. Yeah. I don't know if I ever heard him play it, but I saw it. Uh-huh. I was like, this guy's cool. That's cool. Yes. I want to play. And then my friend got a guitar, and he got me to really like it because he would, you know, he'd play Thunderstruck or. With arms wide open by Creed on there, and mm-hmm. like I, I need to try this out. So I started out with electric guitar. Yeah, and that was just me fiddling around with ACDC licks. And are you self-taught or did you get lessons? Uh, mostly self-taught. What? See, at a certain point, I went and got some lessons at West Music, uh-huh. but that didn't last too long. And then it's either self-taught or I'll, you know, I'll ask yeah. my friend Zach. Hey, like, how do you do this song, or what's the strum pattern here? Yeah, yeah. When you first started out, did you feel like frustrated? Like I hear that from a lot of people. Like you really, you got to wake up and sleep with it. You know, you got to be able to like, you know, some people sleep with their guitar because they just want to learn how to play so much. It's it's hard for me sometimes to get like the drive to really stick with it. Sometimes you're in that mood that you just want to keep playing, yeah. and then you overdo it, you get burnt out, yeah. and you take a break from it. But uh-huh. I think for some people, it just comes more naturally. For me. I think it's taken a lot longer to get mm-hmm. things down and grow with it. I mean, yeah. I, I remember I used to record me playing a song, and I'd listen back to it and think, wow, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and just grow on it more and more and more. And, oh, yeah. I mean, just listen to uh, videos from the first show to now, you can just see a huge difference. Yeah. 
So, do you um, practice every day, or like, what's your practice regimen? I would like to practice every day, but yeah. sometimes after work, I just want to lay down yeah, on the couch, course. sit oh, down. Come on, yeah. When it becomes work, it's not as fun sometimes. Too. Or I'll tell myself I want to play on Sunday because I get Sundays off. So, yeah, no, I see uh, you pop up some, you know. Uh, some videos every once in a while, and I, I think that's it's very admirable to do that because I mean I, I like that I like that you want to like hey here I am I love this this is me you know oh yeah the first one was yeah that one I just kind of took a deep deep breath I put it out there as a song I wrote and I haven't played it really since <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of those songs that I'm just like it's all right it's just yeah. I could do better well the thing is too is that you know one thing you learn from musicians and artists in general is that sometimes they take that song and redo it and it's a whole other entity and sometimes that can be a great thing you know so. oh yeah like uh my kind of party i believe was it Bradley gilbert wrote that one and then uh -huh. jason aldean did it and you know they have a whole different yeah. take on it and it sounds way better just uh -huh. you know it, that just happens with those kind of songs um over the weekend um i watched the documentary if you have amazon um Dean Dillon. Um, Dean Dillon's a country uh, songwriter. Yeah. Um, do you know who he is? Have you heard of him before? I think I've heard of him. His most famous song, though, was written, like, I think over 20 years ago. George Jones originally did it. Okay. And a little guy named Chris Stapleton made it famous with um, a guy named Justin Timberlake called, uh, yeah, Tennessee Whiskey. So, um, that, that song's the one, the one that's made him the most money out of all these years, but he wrote it, like, years ago. And other country artists covered it. Like, there's at least five people that have covered that song before Chris Stable made it famous. So that's oh, crazy how songs can just come out of the woodwork. Oh my, yes. People, you know, I had a friend once. He's like, "Man, have you heard this new song by Shinedown?" Uh huh. Simple man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Oh, calm down here a minute, Leonard buddy. Skinner, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little argument. I'm like, no, no, no. Look this up. Yeah. You're gonna realize it. And yeah. But no, I mean, that's one thing, you know, I mean, if there's a song out there that of yours that you feel like, oh man, I don't know about that, you, you know, that's one thing about catalog, you know, you see a lot of artists out there have a catalog and they'll go back to their old catalog and like, hey, let's redo this, let's try this one out, you know, and mm -hmm. um, were you in like a group of friends or a clique when you were younger that kind of liked a certain kind of music? Not really. I think everyone, I had friends that liked country when I didn't, uh -huh. I had friends that liked rap and I wasn't as big into rap. Uh -huh. We were, I remember middle school, we were on the way to a basketball game or listen to Chingy. I don't know why, but yeah. I'm over there with my my cool now CDs and uh -huh. everyone else has their own thing going on. I didn't really know a whole lot outside of those now CDs and boy bands pretty much. It was yeah. I grew up with two sisters, so having that yeah. kind of affected me a, a little bit. Did any of their music rub off on you? They would have like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera while I was over here uh -huh. rocking in sync and backstreet boys. So Yeah. I think if I had a brother, that could have been a whole different outcome. Yeah. No, sometimes it, influencing, you know, that stuff, you mean, at the time, you're like, oh, man, but sometimes later down your line, you're like, that kind of molded, you know, like, my songwriting technique in this way or whatever, yeah. you know, you'd be surprised, you know, like we talked about in the beginning here, love songs, you know, people love love songs, you know, and um, as you transition into your, like, your adult years and stuff like that, did you feel like your your genres were opening up a little bit? Did you feel your taste was um, changing kind of, kind of kind of a little bit? Yeah, I started actually relating more to country songs. I would actually listen to them instead of just, yeah, you know, hanging out, jam out to whatever song was on the radio. I'd actually listen to the words, you know, think, oh, that's a really cool lyric right there. I can relate to that. Uh -huh. That's what's great about country music is I think they're just great stories compared to you know some music out there that's just yeah. I don't even know how to describe them, but they're just <laughs> they're just different. 
How do you feel about country music now? Um, it, it's quite and quite big, yeah. and it's kind of went off into its own categories, wouldn't you say? I think there's a lot of genres that kind of meshed in with it. Yes. I think country used to be a lot less popular because it was like this is what country is. Uh-huh. You got the twang, and yeah. this is you know this is just what it is. Now they're incorporating all sorts of things, different instruments. You know they're doing. You know, just I mean, just all sorts of sounds with it, where mm-hmm. it's considered country. I know some people disagree with that. Yeah, but that's just the way it's going now. Yeah. How do you How do you feel about that? Uh, you being included, what would you say? Do we, Do you categorize yourself, or do you say you're kind of just across the board there? I want to say I'm exactly country. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I kind of put. I would say okay if if I had to compare myself to a country artist. And their style. I'm not, I'm obviously not as good as this person, but I would say more of the Brett Young style. Okay. He's more of the poppy version, uh-huh. where you know some other people might be more like a Brantley Gilbert, where it's more rock, country. Yeah. Which I I wish I could do rock country. Yeah. Like Kit Moore. Yeah. Love his music. Uh-huh. But I don't have that voice. I have yeah. a softer voice. I don't have that gravel, in my sound. Well, maybe someday you'll make that rock country album. Who knows? You well, know? yeah. I could start smoking. That might help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you'll you'll definitely come up with some good songs, smoking and drinking some bourbon. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is there is there a certain uh, song or album that you hold very dear to yourself that you never let go of? I mean, there's just so many. I don't know if there's one specific one oh, I can yeah. pinpoint it to. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. I mean, that that's great. I mean, that have a connection. I mean, I got look at me. I got like a million different CDs oh, behind yeah. you and records. <laughs> to say that I'm holding one very dear than the other would be a, a joke. <laughs> um, obviously the music you feel most connected with now is uh, country um, and then obviously when you're younger you're pop is there a certain style like you would like to try out someday I wouldn't mind pop my my dream as a kid I was like oh man I want to be in a boy band so bad yeah. I loved it so much where I actually yeah. started incorporating a Backstreet Boys song with Casey Donahue yep. which is Texas country and because yeah. not everyone knows it so I think you know let's get everyone's mind up here on the stage listen to it and then they're singing along and then all of a sudden they're like oh what's this and it's a song i just love playing and it's it's just a a cool transition but if i ever was to switch i think pop would be Mm -hmm. the closest just because i know what i'm capable of doing yeah rock would be cool but i don't really have that sound any acoustic um rock guys that you like i I used to listen to jason mraz a little bit he was really good yeah I mean, there's a, definitely an audience out for that, too, you know, and everything. And like you said, you can always create your own genre, too. With this day and time, there's so many different genres now out there that... It might be, yeah, it might be labeled country, but it's yeah. it could be, you know, a subcategory oh, to yeah. it. Yeah, go you know, go down that rabbit hole. You never know what might come out, you know? Yep, just you got to be you, and you can't really follow what everyone else is doing necessarily. Exactly, go with what your heart says, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So where do you see yourself going in the near future? Like, like say, where would you like to be, you know, obviously... Minus pandemic, you know. Five years from now, I, I would like to have bigger shows, but mm-hmm. if I think if I keep doing what I'm doing, playing shows, mm-hmm. um, I would have fun doing that. Mm-hmm. I played with a band for the first time recently. Now that I got a taste of that, the acoustic thing's cool, but going out and playing with a band is just a whole nother thing. Oh, yeah. You get a rush, you get that adrenaline pumping, oh, you get the, yeah. the crowd involved. It's a lot easier when you have drums, bass, and a lead guitarist when you're... Yeah. Playing just an acoustic guitar is kind of hard to get everyone riled up. That's one thing that, um, the difference between like a band and an artist is, you know, a band is is a unit and you all have to kind of like see like kind of like the same vision, you know, 
Yeah. And sometimes there's the leader or leaders of a band. There's duo leaders that have led some of the best bands out there ever. I always tell people, you know, when it comes to anything you want to do, just make sure you go with what your spirit's telling you. You know, if you don't feel right about something, maybe there's a good reason for it. Yeah. So just go with what you love and stick with what you love. But sometimes take that risk, too. Sometimes that risk, you know, you might find something that you like, too. Yep. Do you... uh? think music comes to you easy now maybe a little bit more like do you dream like I heard people dream about music and wake up with like a melody in their head or were you are you just like doing stuff throughout the day and a melody might come uh sometimes I'll be like working and then all of a sudden I'll have this idea and then I have to stop what I'm doing put it in my phone because I'll forget it mm -hmm. and I'll record it and I, there's times where I've done that and it sounds so bad oh but it's just a good cliff note yeah like uh my old job I think I thought of something I was in the bathroom I just like was whisper singing it <laughs> so it's like it was the creepiest little recording to play back. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I know where I'm going with it. Just, yeah, I don't like how that sounds. Yeah, well, that's all you need to really do too. I mean, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the thing. You know, is there a song? If there was a song you could cover, um, what would it be and why? Actually, why, why don't you play one? You have a cover that you like to do every once in a while. Yeah, I got, I got one. Okay, I'd say this. This one was from. Uh, the very first show I ever did, and it's kind of stuck in there. I, I think I've, there's been a couple shows I haven't played it, just to switch it up. Okay. But this one's been a popular one on the radio that actually probably was one of the songs that was a turning point to me, like in country, along with a few other ones. So. Right on. Nothing but a troublemaker, never up to no good. You were the perfect all-American girl, touch me even if you could. But she was sneaking out your window every night, right? Shotgun in my car. We go to the river, find a spot, and we probably went a little too, just a little too far. Cause I was gonna be forever and you were gonna be my wife we didn't know any better didn't have a clue about life but I was what you wanted you were what I needed and we could meet in between we were gonna be the greatest life story this town has ever seen Job. I was working that nine to five Dreaming of the days when you were in my arms I never felt so alive I spent my days working, spent my nights drinking Howling at the moon Screaming for the days when you were coming back No, couldn't it come too soon, couldn't it come too soon When I was gonna be your forever you were gonna be my wife But you went off to find better And I was learning all about life But I was what you wanted You were what I needed And we could meet in between We were gonna be The greatest life story this town had ever seen
lose your college boyfriend didn't work out So we went out for a couple of drinks to find out who we are now Should we change the way deep down you had the same old feelings for me I went to the store and bought you a ring and I got down on one knee Down on one knee and I said, I'm gonna be your forever So baby, will you be my wife? Now that we know a little better We could have a real nice life Cause I'm what you wanted, you're what I needed We could meet in between We were gonna be the greatest life story This town has ever seen We were gonna be Greatest love story this world has ever seen So baby say yes to me Right on man, good job Alright Well when did you uh, first hear that song? I think that one was just on the radio And mm -hmm. I just loved it the second it came out mm -hmm. It was kind of like the stepping stone from my pop uh, and country likes uh -huh. And I thought that one helped along with some stuff from Brett Young. And yeah. then all of a sudden, like, in a weird way, that helped me get to old school country. Yeah. Next, you know, I'm playing an Alan Jackson song, a uh -huh. Brooks and Dunn song, yeah. just listening to everything old and new. And yeah. So it's been fun. Uh, that's cool, man. That's, uh, that's I like hearing uh, kind of like some of the stuff that you kind of like, man, if I could write this or I play this, you know. It kind of fuels that whole flame a little bit more, you know, like the music that you want to do. You yeah. Know? If and when you get married. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Um, if I could find, you know, yeah, you know, get get a better judgment on who to pick as a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Country singers and their girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what song would you play at your wedding? Um, like. Or have play at your wedding. What song would you, would you if there was one you would like to play to somebody, or um, if there was something that you would like to hear at your wedding, either or both. Well, I know nowadays everyone's probably wanting Luke Combs, but that's yeah. that's not quite what I'm I would want. Yeah. I guess it, it kind of almost just depends on who I would be with. Yeah. If there's a story that matches up uh -huh. with our story. Oh heck yeah! I think that'd be an yeah. easy way to choose it because you yeah. might want. You know, beautiful, crazy, or something. Oh, by Luke yeah. Combs now, and that's a good answer. Yeah. It's a very good answer because if your future wife is watching this, <laughs> yeah. she's gonna know. She's gonna call you out. I'm like, yeah, you, you, know, I know you like that. So. Is there a love song though? Is there a love song? A certain love song that you write, or sorry, that you, um, that you like? I know there's so, there's lots of love songs that I like. I'm just like, wow, man, this is one of the best love songs ever. You know, just you feel the emotion and stuff. And I don't know if there's a really spot, spot on one. I mean, I like all sorts of ones. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I'd have to probably listen to these songs a little more closely to know that it's good for that situation. But like Kitmore, yeah. um, Hey Pretty Girl, that one's a great one. That's like a storytelling one about yeah. a girl. Then I, I believe it's like about you know his daughter. And just it just depends on yeah. the situation, I guess. Do you have like a, a favorite song? Do you, is there a song that to you is like, God, this is like the best song ever written. Like it could be any song. I mean, there's, oh, there's so many. I mean, there's some that I wish I could play and sing. Uh huh. What's that? One would be "Lipstick" by Kitmore. That thing. Yeah. It's just a cool song. Yeah. You don't. I feel like you don't hear it enough. Um, 
the ones you hear, you know, like are something about a truck with him. Yeah. Or if there was, you know, Eric Church, he's got so many good ones. Oh, yeah. He's really I don't even know where to start yeah. with one of those. Uh-huh. Is there a favorite album you have? Is there an album that you like like from beginning to end? You talked about Back in Black earlier. Is there, oh, yeah. is, is there like any other albums that you think to yourself, man, this, this album is really good? I, I do have a, a Casey Donahue album. It's his actually 15 year anniversary album. Yeah. And that one. I'll just sit there and listen to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. That one was really cool. It starts off with Stockyards, and it goes to uh, songs that I've tried learning, um, <laughs> one I do know, and he actually does, what's great about uh, Casey Donahue, he does a version of 3AM by Matchbox oh, 20. Oh, cool. Right on. And I love that version. Uh-huh. So that that album, I think, is one of my favorite ones to throw in the car when I get sick of the radio, because yeah. radio will just keep playing the same new stuff over and over again. And, yeah. It kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier, too, you know, different covers of different songs. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. He's like, you can always take something and make it your own, man. You never know what it's going to what it's gonna create and what people might feel from it, you know? Yeah. A favorite genre that you listen to that a lot of people wouldn't realize? I would say it's just the old-school pop stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the other night I was at a friend's house, and... I was, you know, I had my phone hooked up to the Bluetooth, and next thing you know, we're playing Flavor of the Week. <laughs> we're playing uh, some songs by Sum 41, uh-huh. uh, the Click Five, just going all bouncing yeah. around these pop and rock groups, and yeah. from you know from my childhood, pretty much. Yeah. You've uh, put in your shows some of the, some songs that normally people wouldn't hear in that kind of. Uh, setting right yeah i'm not i'm not the one to go out there and play wagon wheel <laughs> uh those typical songs I, I just yeah i don't want to be that guy i get it i have learned yeah. some songs because people like it that's i like to have a variety so i think right now yeah i have at least 20 to 30 different artists uh-huh that i can play so if someone asked eric church song i know two songs by him yeah uh if you ask me for a kit more song i know one because i can't sing half of his stuff <laughs> And it's just, it goes all over the place. Yeah, you do some hip-hop and stuff like that. Or... Yeah, I do a mashup, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, that's with One Direction, What Makes You Beautiful, Yeah. and Grease, Summer Lovin'. Oh, wow. A little melody, huh? Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. I You'll look in the crowd, and you'll see like that one person sing along to Summer Love, and they're like, oh my God, I love Grease. And, uh-huh. I mean, who doesn't? But oh, yeah. If you can get people up and moving, or get people just you know like really into the moment... Well, it's, what's yeah. great is if you switch over to What Makes You Beautiful, and then you see someone... All of a sudden, they're like, yes, and they are singing yeah. along with both songs. Yeah. And then you know that person, they, they know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Some people look a little confused. <laughs> it's the greatest feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It really is, man. It's like, you just, the, the whole feel of music, you know? Yeah. I like to know what people get into and what people like, because it's a great feeling, man. To have that feeling of music is the greatest feeling you can ever have, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I'd be if, it, if I didn't have guitar or playing. I'd probably just be... Mm-hmm. Sad. <laughs> it's just sad. Well, I always think about that. I always think that, you know, if you don't listen to music, you know, it's kind of maybe something not right with you. I mean, not... I, I think it's a it's a great... Uh, Gift. Yeah, it's just a great thing to have, you know, whether you're happy or sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've got something going on. There's always that one song that's going to help you out. What was it? Uh, Bad Day by uh-huh. Daniel Powder. Yes. First breakup, I, I listened to that thing probably like, you know, a hundred times too many. Yeah, <laughs> but man. it was it was a song of that time, and it was a great song. Oh, yeah. And there's many songs like that, you know. That's yeah. the thing. It's like your heart, you know, your your soul, you know, is one of those things that will 
push you in a direction to hear something. Yeah. You remember the first concert you ever been to? The first uh, legitimate one I've ever been to, my friend got free tickets for us to Rascal Flats. Yeah. And that was at, I want to say that's when it was the mark. Okay. And that was a great show. Now, we were in the uh-huh. nosebleeds, so if we took a picture, we had to you know, turn where the concert was behind us, so we looked like we're not against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a really cool concert. I was yeah. mind blown. Yeah. And usually everyone's standing there, singing along, enjoying it. And yeah. I'm just watching. I'm watching Taking the guitarist. I'm watching the drummer. Oh, yeah. I'm watching every oh, piece of it, sing. trying to figure out how they're doing this, <laughs> or you know how the lead singer's singing the way he's singing. I'm over here trying to figure out how to sing something a lot less difficult. Yeah. So it's just nuts. That's the only time you've ever seen them. Uh yeah, I think that was just the one time. I wouldn't mind seeing them again. Yeah. I know they're splitting up, doing their own thing. Yeah. Soon, but yeah. Do you have a favorite concert? Would you consider that your favorite concert? Or was there one out there that you really love? I think my favorite one ever, because this would have been two St. Patrick's Day weekends ago, I believe. Yeah. Um, two or three. I've been three. Was Kit Moore Acoustic Show. Yeah. And I think it was a Tumwa, Iowa. And there was supposed to be an opening act that I liked, but they had uh, something happen, so they brought someone else in, and it was Charlie Warsham. Okay. And what's funny now, I do a Charlie Warsham song. Yeah. Which is hard because the guy's got a, a high pitched voice, but he's nuts on acoustic guitar, puts me to shame. The guy's awesome. So, since that show, I learned one of his songs. I enjoyed Kit Moore even more. And then I wrote a song right, right when I got home that weekend. And, you know, just, it was just grown since then. Right on, man. It's those little, those little surprises sometimes that you're never aware of that kind of like plant that seed and ironically you, you, enough you get that drive out of nowhere you yeah. don't you don't even know who this guy is and then oh, next you know yeah. you're all about it oh hell yeah anybody you'd like to see live that you haven't seen yet i haven't seen eric church yeah i would like to see him my brother is all about him my brother loves him you've seen him a few, a few times yeah he said it's one of the best shows he's ever been to yeah i i don't know like how much i'd want to pay for a seat because <laughs> i would want to get close yes exactly because he's just that kind of yeah. performer or entertainer that just yeah. wows you oh hell yeah yeah he's him and stapleton in my opinion are the two greatest live acts in country music right now out yeah. there i've seen garth brooks the guy was awesome well, i'm saying now but yeah. yeah yeah i agree garth brooks is probably the king of that right now saw him in nashville and that was i mean i, I think i drank way too much yingling yeah but it was a great show i was amazed by it oh yeah that's what he is. He's a performer, man. That's, yeah. He is definitely pro- like George Strait too. George Strait, I think, is up there too. You know, uh, that's another guy I need to see. Yeah, I need to get my chance for that one. Yeah. Now, I I do two of his songs. And I every time I get up there, I'm like, all right, do not screw this up because <laughs> this, this is the king. <laughs> the, the country gods are gonna come <laughs> yeah. down. On you. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, you know, say like you, we we talked about earlier. You know, five years from now, you're doing your thing and you're going and you know from there, you're like, was there be anybody you'd like to collaborate with? Like anybody you thought. Man, I would really love to do a song with them. I I would like to write with uh, Chris Colston if I ever had the opportunity. He uh-huh. opened up for Casey Donahue once in Peoria. A uh, group of us went down. I'm like, who's this opener? This guy's you know uh-huh. really good. And yeah. I think now I just I'll put on the YouTube channel just his music and listen to all of them. And he's got songs you know he's got um, collabs with and. Yeah. The guy, I just think the guy is great. I don't think he gets rec- 
the recognition he deserves. But yeah. I like what he has going for him, and I wouldn't mind learning from him yeah. if I could. What's uh, what would what would hold you back from um, feeling him out? Maybe getting a hold of him. Oh man, I have no idea. I don't even know where to yeah. begin with that kind of stuff. That'd be. I mean, if I could figure it out, that'd be great. But you really need to watch this Dean Dillon documentary. There's a little guy named um, Kenny Chesney that talks about. <laughs> How Dean Dillon, guy, how, yeah. this, how this, how Dean Dillon pretty much got him to be the songwriter he is now. Oh yeah. So, reaching out sometimes you might be scared, you might get turned down, but you know what? That person might at that moment be turn turn you down. Who knows? Like, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, give that Bo Warren a chance. You know. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. You know, you never know, I and mean, maybe not him, maybe somebody else. Hey, I'd love to write a song with you someday. You never know, man. Uh, I think that's how Luke Combs got uh, when it rains it pours with uh, Jordan Walker. He's like, hey man, like what you're doing. Next uh -huh. thing you know, they're writing a song that's just a big hit. And... Yeah. Do you know a lot about country producers and stuff then? Um, there is a producer out there, um, there's a couple producers out there that um, I definitely would like for you to, you know, just be aware of. Um, country album producers that you don't realize are kind of fueling like certain people's careers and stuff. Any of the artists you like, look at who the producers are. Believe me. That person that's in that booth doing the sound engineering stuff, they're not trying to tell you what to do a lot of times. They're just trying to fill out what could be best for you. Okay. And, you know, and stuff like that, you know. That's what producers can do, man. Producers can produce something great out of you that, you know. Any instrument you would enjoy learning besides the guitar? I feel like one that would be cool because I think it seems like it's kind of like a dying art is the steel guitar. Yes. It's, that's very important guitar or instrument in the you know country world uh, you just don't see them out anymore would you like to play it or would you like it in your music i wouldn't mind learning it but i would like it you know in songs okay. just kind of get that old school what festival would you like to perform at someday if you could any of them <laughs> <laughs> good answer really good answer anybody that would have you huh oh pretty much yeah. right now if yeah. i every time i get on anything I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, just the local bar here, I said, hey, I know you guys are closing. Mm -hmm. Can I be your last show? They're yeah. like, well, we can't really pay you. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to yeah. be here, have a good time. Yes. So if anyone wants to have me, I'm not saying, no, I'm not going to do everything for free. <laughs> Let's put, yeah. put that, that out there. But No, 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 no. But that's it shows a lot of character. You it's, know, it's, just, it's, it's just about the time. music. Yeah. And having, having a good time. You know, giving people something they can, they can like. Yeah. Is there any kind of album art that you saw that maybe when you were younger or, or as of recent when you saw that album cover or CD cover or, or whatever, you're like, wow, that's really cool. One great one, uh, Boston. Yes. Yes, yeah. which we went to that, and that yeah. was – actually, that's one of the better shows I've been to. I chose Kit Moore because that one was more of a personal show. You're closer. Yes. It was a, a smaller venue. Uh -huh. But, I mean, if you had to choose an actual show, yeah, it's hard for me to choose between Garth Brooks – I mean, I'm going to be honest, Luke Bryan, I went to a show like, oh, with yeah, that, and yeah. that was fantastic. I didn't expect uh, it. Uh -huh. And Justin Moore, I believe, sang at that one. Yeah. But Boston, they, it sounded like they just put the album in, yeah. and they just played it through speakers. Yes. That's what it was. That's how good that band is. That was yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, that guy, he did everything in his basement. That's how he started out. That's crazy. Yep. And now, you know, look at, you know, you never know. Yeah. That's the thing. Is there any photos that you think of, like, Man, that's a really cool photo or anything like that of any artists that you love. I mean, that's just something I like to ask people. I always like the ones where you, you see your favorite artist mm -hmm. um, from like back of the stage and it's looking out into the crowd. Yes. Those are always really cool. It's a good feeling. Whether it's a uh, 
you know, a festival, if it's inside of, uh, you know, an inside venue, mm -hmm. any of those, they just look really cool. And yeah. I mean, I just, I want that feeling. Oh gosh, yeah. But that's where like the band yeah. aspect comes into play where that's more likely as a band. Now, yeah. if you're, uh, from Stain? Yeah. Yeah. He'll get a big, big crowd, you know, yeah. sell out a place. But that guy's been known from his band. Yes. And. And his acoustic stuff yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can do both. He's grown. I mean, he, yeah. he plays a Rascal Flat song and kills it. Yeah. Uh, what hurts the most? Yeah. Another guy, Corey Taylor, is really good at that, too. Corey Taylor from uh, Slipknot can do Slipknot and then do, like, acoustic sets of songs and stuff like that. Yeah, which is awesome. Then you can actually, you know, see them do it in more of a raw setting mm -hmm. and get rid of everything that's been... Um, pigeonhole your... Uh, <laughs> Pigeonhole yourself in, uh, in in one kind of genre because you never know. I mean, multi genres, multi different feelings. You can create your own thing, you know. And yeah. If you were to move on from this world, uh, born, uh, what song would you appreciate being played in your remembrance? I feel like where I'm at now, anything with beer drinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many good songs out there that yeah. it has to do with beer, whiskey, just having a good time. Yeah. But I mean, later down, you know. Years from now, uh -huh. that could change to you know. It could be you know a, a Tim McGraw song or uh -huh. maybe just one of the first songs I ever heard. Maybe yeah. a Brooks and Dunn song. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could really. You don't have to choose yeah. one right yeah, you now. Have multiple say it, man. Just there's multiple songs I love. It's that, really hard to choose these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll let my family figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, um, Bo Orange. Let's uh, hear a song from you. All right. I'll play one I've, I've uh, I just learned it, so I've been trying to upscale my energy on the set list. I play a lot of slow stuff, so mm -hmm. I'm trying to get more uh, hyped up kind of tunes, and we'll see if this one comes out correctly. It's all good. Break time, summertime, winter time, anytime. She was looking pretty fine. It like green light, go up, fired up, sat downtown. Shaking me all around, I was tuned in, going nowhere. Psycho and Jones and drooling, feeling good if you would. Oh, yeah, by the way she moves, she's got me rolling dirt in a white t shirt. Break a break one night, she's big on flirt. By now, she's got me pretty tied up, tied down. Anyway, I choose, I got nothing to lose. Like thing, I was looking for the wind, just trying anything. Hey, baby, where you been? I'm alive. I've been looking for someone like you. Fall head over heels. Hey, what can I do? Oh, yeah, by the way, she moves. She's got me rolling, turning a white t shirt. Break a break of one night, she's a big old flirt. By now, she's got me pretty tied up, tied down. Anyway, I choose. I got nothing to lose. Now I'm in the fast lane. Yeah, by the way she moves, she's got me wrong. 
t-shirt, break her, break her one night, she's a big old flirt. By now she's got me pretty tied up, tied down any way I choose. I got nothing to lose. Oh yeah, by the way she moves, she's got me rolling dirt in a white t-shirt, break her, break her one night, she's a big old flirt. By now she's got me pretty tied up, tied down any way I choose. I got nothing to Downtown, break time, summertime, miller time, anytime. She was looking pretty fine, didn't like playing. I was looking for the way, trying anything. Hey, baby, where you been? All my life, I've been looking for someone like you. Fall head over heels, hey, what can I do? I got nothing to lose, yeah. Right on. I'm about man. to break a string here. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you got going. You got nothing to lose, man. Oh, yeah. Right on. <laughs> like that. Thank you, mister. Thank you. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. <laughs>